0: It's time for Crop Talk, local issues that area growers and producers are talking about. Crop Talk is brought to you by Halderman Real Estate and Farm Management Services and Harmeyer Auction and Appraisal Company.
1: With our farm expert, Scott Caldwell.
0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the program this week. It's Scott Caldwell with you once again, and today I am talking with Nick Sager from the Sydney, Ohio area, who's president of the Ohio Pork Council. Nick, glad to have you with us today. Thanks for having me, Scott. So first of all, I always like the listeners to get a little bit of background about who it is that I'm talking to. So tell us a little bit about your ag background and what it is that you're doing now.
2: Well, my ag background, I farm with my dad and uncles and cousins here, uh, and as we said around Sydney, uh, corn, beans, wheat, alfalfa, and farrow to finish hogs. Um, Pretty much grew up with it my whole life, always been around it, and always wanted to do it, and after college, came back and was here full-time.
0: That's awesome, and so you're also involved with the Ohio Pork Council. How did you get involved with that group?
2: Yeah, uh, got involved with Ohio Pork Council through um, other industry professionals. Actually, um, one of our vendors reached out and kind of had to bend my ear for a while of, you know, really think, you you know, you should be involved. And after I finally decided that it it was good to put my time in and help represent the organization, Uh, it kind of proceeded from there to being a director for a while and then uh, making the transition to the officer team
0: awesome so for those that aren't familiar with the Pork council um, and what you do explain the role of what ohio port council does within the industry
2: yes the ohio Pork council represents uh, the state's pork producers which we have over 2500 producers um, with the research education and promotion being um, some of the the main areas of um of work done, you know, with the checkoff. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have quite a few research or outreach programs for the youth, whether it be the Junior Swine Day or Show Pig Circuit or uh, just trying to reach our state's consumers of you know where the food comes from and how it's raised in a responsible, sustainable way. Mm-hmm.
0: That's awesome. Okay. So let's talk then a little bit about the pork industry. Let's focus in on that. And how does the pork industry look in the state of Ohio and in the U.S. in general? Are we in a good spot? Are there concerns about things? What do the markets look like? Just what's a like a that, that 10,000 foot view of things? The well,
2: the 10,000 foot view is, you know, Ohio is ranked seventh nationally in uh, pork production and the uh. Top three counties for Ohio would be Mercer, Dark, and Crawford, which two of those are neighboring counties to me. So here in the western side of the state, there's there's quite a few hogs um you know, prices is, is is always a moving target. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, right now the the prices are down, you know, quite a bit, but uh, we're optimistic on uh, increasing demand and uh, that'll
0: turn around. Awesome. So when you talk about increasing demand for that, of course, it's what you know we always want in any market to be able to do. And every commodity is kind of competing against each other a little bit. But pork, I know, has really pushed the idea of sustainability in, in a lot of different areas as far as nutrition and affordability uh, with that. Uh, talk to me a little bit about the idea, though, of how pork is Planet friendly. I know that's one of the things that Ohio Pork has talked about a lot. And what does that mean?
2: Well, you know, pork was sustainable before sustainable really became the, the <laughs> new buzzword. Um the corn the main staples of the corn diet, the hogs diet is corn and soybean meal, and then obviously your your trace minerals, but that corn and soybeans are grown right here. Um, they're turned into hog feed and fed to these hogs and that manure and all those nutrients stay here. So it's, it's the true sustainability cycle. It's just now pork producers are doing a better job of telling our story of, of what we've always done right. uh, uh, of being sustainable. Um, and being the original environmentalist, you know, doing everything we can to protect the the soil and water resources with all the technology and and, uh, methods that we have at our disposal.
0: Uh, We're going to take a quick work break here. Uh, We'll get a word from our sponsor when we come back. We're going to talk about a unique online aspect that Ohio Pork is doing uh, for that. But we'll be back in just a moment.
1: Are you receiving the correct cash rent Is there improvements that could be made to increase your return from your farmland investment? Take advantage of the current strong ag economy and let us help you evaluate your farming operation and maximize your investments. At Halderman Real Estate and Farm Management, we bring over 90 years of experience and knowledge to the table. We listen and can understand your farming goals. We offer advice, recommendations, solutions, and create a plan on how we can help you meet your needs and goals. Take advantage of the current strong ag economy. Contact Chris or Lauren Peacock or Craig Springmeyer and let us help you evaluate your farming operation and maximize your investment. Experience, knowledge, and professionalism. Contact Halderman today at Halderman.com.
0: All right, we're back. Again, this is Scott Caldwell talking with Nick Sager from the Ohio Pork Council. And we've been talking a little bit about the pork industry in general in there. But I want to talk for a moment here, uh, something I've heard about uh, just very briefly, but sounds really interesting to me. Maybe it's kind of like tech nerd background type of stuff in there. But you've got something called the Foreign Animal Disease Online Dashboard. Is that correct?
2: Yes, that's correct.
0: So tell me a little bit more then about what this function does. What's it do as far as those diseases? What's its tracking? What's the usefulness for the farmer uh, for that? How's it work?
2: Well in the event that we would have a foreign animal disease um, here in the U.S., a lot of things would change on the movement of animals. We would instantly have to go into a situation where we need to do everything we can to protect uh, the food supply and the our animals, and a lot of that would be barriers would be in place where livestock could not be moved, and some of these resources um, go through all the steps to make sure um, if we have an outbreak in the far western, we'll just use uh, the western side of the U.S. That those areas aren't allowed to move around to quarantine and deal with the foreign animal disease as much as possible. But over here in the Midwest, we can still function and still provide, uh, food, you know, for the nation and continue business. Um, if we wouldn't have that, um, the whole U S would basically be a, yeah, it'd a whole, be a big, it'd be a big struggle right there. Yeah, It's all about food security. So mm-hmm. anything we can do to, um, Yeah, yeah. So, who is
0: it that has access to be able to see this, or or who's kind of the the controlling and who's the viewing groups for this? Is this general public that can see it, or is this just members, or how does that work?
2: No, it is not public information. Um, It is a it's a program where you put in your own information, and it is all it is all proprietary to you until. Until we okay. need it for the public, yeah. yeah. Until it yeah. needs to well, get out no, there, to use it. Till the uh, state vets and. Um, okay. I'm sorry, I'm blushing this up pretty bad. But- no, no, it's it's a tough thing to talk about.
0: I understand that technology; it's it's tough, and that's what I'm kind of curious to know. But so we get that you put that information in, and then the the state vets are able to use that to access, to help, to line things up, to control in a in a positive way disease spread, basically, right?
2: To know where the animals have been. Um, Yes. So many animals move around the U.S. quite a bit, and the realization is, if something would get in the U.S., it would have a pretty good probability of moving around before we actually realize it's here. We need to know where those hogs have been, so we can take appropriate measures from there.
0: Yeah, I know. I think back to when I was in high school. You know, I graduated a little over 30 years ago. And of course, I'm, I'll, I'm now old enough to admit that I'm pre-internet in high school. And so tracking animals just didn't happen. If disease spread, it happened. And so it's been neat for me to watch over the decades now, sad that I can say that a little bit, but to see how that technology has changed. Uh, but also I think the technology, and, and I think what you're saying here is that technology has grown and developed because the speed of transport has changed. And so the, and the spread of things of where that's going. And so that the disease follows that basically, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. So are there any main diseases that are kind of on the radar out there that uh, the industry keeping an eye on to make sure it doesn't get here? So protect the farmers,
2: protect the consumers from them. African swine fever is uh, at the top of the list. And it's, it's been there for several years now. Um, it's been quite an issue in asia and europe and um we need to do everything we possibly can to keep that away um for the food security yeah no, definitely and So the industry yeah. and everybody's um well-being and all the people that rely on the, the pork industry yeah so you know and
0: i appreciate that food security issue in there you know i know is a as a consumer of pork, uh, as a parent, you know the, that's an important thing. And so, you know, and as a member of the agricultural community, it's nice to see pork taking that initiative to direct things, to be able to take care of things, to be upfront about that, and be aggressive about that. So you know, so Nick, I know it's it's kind of a tough subject to talk about sometimes with what we do in the industry. For so many of us, it's. It's a natural outgrowth. We just do these things and then trying to explain it can be a little tough sometimes. And when we get into that technology. It's hard to understand. I appreciate you uh, taking some time there and kind of digging us through that and, you know, kind of dragging through the mud a little bit of what we're doing there for it. I really appreciate it. Uh, But before I let you go, I got to ask you the same question I always ask everybody at the end. That's what's something you wish you had known when you were
2: younger. I would say I, I wish I would have known when I was younger all the meaningful relationships and networking um, abilities and opportunities that I've had with 4-H, FFA, um, well now even with Ohio Pork Council of meeting a lot of a lot of uh, good people and um, it just it, it helps uh, with. Yeah personal life and business life and everything else of uh, networking with people. Um, the yeah, definitely. Really tenfold.
0: Yeah, definitely. I, I agree, that's a great advice for young kids is we just, you know, they don't realize who they're gonna need down the road. And when we have those opportunities to network and sometimes it's not always who you know, it's who you know that knows somebody else, right? And that's that networking thing that you're talking about. So, Nick, I really appreciate you taking some time out of here and working us through that and helping us understand the depth and the 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 technology issues with that. It's a tough thing, and and I appreciate you taking time for that. So, folks, you have a great week, um, and keep going and doing what you're doing, and make sure that you tell your story and agriculture story because they deserve to be heard. Have a great week. Crop Talk is brought to you by Halderman Real Estate and Farm Management and by Harmeyer Auction and Appraisal Company. Thanks for listening, and join us next Sunday morning immediately after Community Caravan for Crop Talk. With farm expert Scott Caldwell. From the station, proud to support our area growers and producers, Kicks 96.